Hello and welcome to The Green Machine. We're live and we're sexy and thankfully I'm back in London. No offence, Dublin. Um, David, your host, joined by Nick. No, Martin. Unfortunately, he has a family emergency at the moment, so we've sent our very best to him and his family. Uh, Nick, welcome back. You were conspicuous by your absence over the last um, couple of days. You uh, weren't on with us after Ukraine. You survived that one. And um, well, you were at the game. We were all at the game, I suppose. The one uh, against Mos uh, Moscow. Jesus, <laughs> Moscow. You got uh, war on your mind, Dave. I, I re actually, I got a text from a mate there saying, um, giving out about something about war, and I'm just like, yeah, he, he's completely tricked me. I still haven't recovered from the jet lag from Dublin, so uh, you know. Um, yeah, so uh, we're here on the back of of Ireland's first victory in the Nations League, a 3-0 win over Scotland, who are um, ranked a little bit higher than us, actually. I think they're 39, we're 47 at the moment. That will probably change, obviously, after the Nations League. A couple of things to throw out at you, Nick. A um, couple of stats off my head. Uh, at half time, did you know that we had actually matched all of our other Nations League campaigns in terms of goals scored? Wow, we'd only we had scored one in the first campaign on a Martin Neal. That was a four-one yeah. hammering by Wales. Sean and, Williams, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the second one was, I think, a one-one against Bulgaria. In, I think, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was wasn't it? Four, one, yeah, yeah. One, one, Kenny's yeah. was that Kenny's first game. It was. That yep. was Kenny's then, first game. Yeah. And then you had the uh, you had the the playoff against Slovakia after that. Yeah. And also, it's our biggest win against uh, a top-ranked team at home. Hmm. So, can you tell me? Sorry, since against a team ranked higher than us. And do you know what game that was? Who the last time we beat a team? Ooh, I'm going. I'm going to say either Bosnia or Germany. No, no, biggest win. Oh, biggest win over a team ranked higher than us Ooh. at home. At home, ooh. Can I get a little clue as to what year or kind of what decade even? <laughs> oh, fucking hell, I just Biggest win, biggest win. You weren't home. born, put it that I was, way. I okay. was born so, Soviet, Soviet Union? No, we never played it well. Uh, I think we played them in the World Cup 86 campaign. No, we certainly didn't beat them. Ooh, Belgium? Nope. We didn't, beat, we didn't beat Belgium. And Euro eighty eight. So uh, was Denmark. so was the eighties. Um, Bulgaria, Scotland, Scotland no. as well. No, no, only beat Scotland wow. once. That was in a uh, Hampden Park competitive competitive game. Yeah. Oh wow. Um. Well, I'll, well, I'll let you off the hook. Will I tell you? What no, it is? no. Give me another little hint. Give me another little hint. Fuck a little man. clue. I love clues. On this particular game, George Hamilton didn't commentate. Oh, that doesn't fucking narrow. No, I can't, if I Jimmy, tell you, McGee, Jimmy McGee obviously commentated on um, yeah. Oh no, wow, no. John Vidler coming up there. Uh, no, uh, Austria. No, didn't play Austria in the eighties. Don't know John Vidler coming in on the conversation. That Italy <laughs> wasn't Italy. Wasn't France eighty four either. Mm, mm. Correct answers. Correct answers come Spain? in there. No, Spain. No, no. Portugal. So it was the 86, 86. Now, I wasn't born, so. No, no, it wasn't. I, I, I'm going to let you off, anyway, because we're, we're going to okay. be here all day. It was against Northern Ireland when we beat 3-0. Oh, 
And Cotter Dugan, well done to you, that man. Get that man a kind of coke. Because when we beat Northern Ireland 3 0, they were, there was no rankings, but they were seeded yeah. higher than us because they'd been to the last two World Cups and we had never qualified. Well, until the tournament, until Euro 88. See, you've, 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 you've done me dirty there because it's seedings rather than rankings. I still wouldn't have gotten it anyway. Well, the rankings didn't come in until 1992. So, yeah, I, 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 no, I still wouldn't have gotten it, to be fair. <laughs> you quite, don't feel up, dummy homework. Can't yeah. spell for shit, but I've done my homework. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was that goes to show you, you know, when, when we talk about like Irish football and, and we obviously talk about on Lansing Road, you're more into the contemporary stuff on the Green Machine Facebook page. We're a bit more into the, the past stuff on the Facebook page and Lansing Road. Obviously, Irish football, it's in terms of results, it's not that magnificent, is it? Like, you know, you think about it, it's really some very poor records. Also, the first time in seven years that we actually had a competitive victory at home um, against a, a top team, which was Bosnia, really, wasn't it? And then Germany just before Bosnia, that. Yeah, yeah. That's where I got caught out, yeah. I thought they might have been ranked higher. Yeah, wow. Yeah. We got we got some comments coming in there anyway, um, and actually just a little bit of housekeeping that we always do. Have your comment, or have your leave a comment, get involved, have your say. Uh, we don't care what you say here. Um, we're going to have a little discussion about the Scotland match and let you guys talk amongst yourselves. Hopefully you listen to us as well. But tell us, what did you, were you at the game on Saturday? Uh, what did you make of it? What did you make of the changes? How do you think we're going to get on tomorrow? Let's, let's hear all of that. And if you're part of the Kenny Oak Brigade who have gone very, very quiet. They've gone very quiet, Nick, haven't they? The Kenny Oak Brigade. Didn't hear, did, didn't <laughs> hear much from they're them. They're fuming. They're fuming this week. <laughs> imagine, not, imagine not being able to enjoy that Michael Obafemi goal, though. Yeah. I thought the oh, and there's some out there. I I could I won't do it. I won't name a shame. There are some out there. Probably like put their foot through to tell you when that went in. You know, it's funny that somebody actually commented on Lansing Road um, that it's it, for for me to say that some people wanted Ireland to lose or didn't enjoy the Ireland victory. For me to say there was a part of the Ireland fans that didn't enjoy that was a ridiculous comment. And I actually sent to that guy a comment saying. Um, on the three 0 win, basically saying it's a bad result for Ireland because that means Kenny stays in a job. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but anyway, leave a comment. Um, we want to hear from you guys anyway. I did have a bit of crack anyway. Did you see my Dealey Smith post? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be having you. Let's be having you. Let's be having you. Oh, you yeah. missed that. You missed that kind of crack. You don't get that anymore. Poor Dealey. Yeah. Does she still own Irish? Does she? God knows. I don't think so. No, I think yeah. they. I think she's still like on the board, or whatever. Uh, yeah. But I don't know too much about it. But anyway, let, let's talk a little bit about Scotland. And actually, before we do that, I, I just—if you haven't seen it—we're um, just going to play. We're going to play the uh, Obafemi goal here for you, um, and then we're going to have a. Little, actually, going to play the goal, and then I'm going to play Kenny's reaction, and I'm going to have a little chat. So uh, here we go. It's Brown that wins it, but in comes Billy Gilmore. Ireland have it, it's Obafemi! Oh, what a goal from Michael Obafemi! Oh, screamer. I was sitting in the media section. <laughs> oh, wow. Lanyard number three? Have two now? I thought you'd more than two. I've actually got three, but the, the third one's in, in the thing. But I've got yeah. I've got two now that I, oh, I can wear. <clears throat> Sorry, but I was see, see, just going to drop a thing. But I was sitting in, in the media section, 
and I watched it going. I was, I was, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling anybody who'd listen, uh, just saw it going, and I was literally just like, "Fuck, what a yeah. goal!" Oh, once once it left his foot, it looked like it was going in, didn't it? Yeah. Did, I, you, I see, actually... did you see the fact though from the other day? Like, I mean, I mean, Craig Gordon was really um, he's really stung there. But him, him and Ob, uh, Femi and Parrot combined in age forty one. And Gordon, Gordon turns 40 in December. <laughs> it was really, yeah, <laughs> my, those two are absolutely magnificent. Yeah. Um, just before we have a little chat about it, we're going to talk about, we're going to show the Stephen Kenny in Field Orchie. Don't worry. We've, we've, we know he's not the best on the microphone, so we have edited it and we've kind of streamlined it a little bit. So <laughs> and no disrespect to Stephen Kenny, but let's let's call the spade a spade. He's not great in the microphone. So uh this is just about a minute, folks. So uh, let's get your comments in there as well, by the way. Well it's a significant win by the players and um feel overall we've deserved better than we've got. And um so tonight thankfully the early chances went in and that makes such a difference. What were the tweaks tactically that you had to do to create a performance like that? Well, we, we did change our system. All right, you know, we, we obviously played, you know, 352, 3 5 one as opposed to 3 4 So there was tactical, and not everything was perfect, you know. Not everything was perfect. And yeah. In the light of the, the, the previous results, though, was it difficult to maintain belief or to inspire confidence in your squad? No, absolutely not. No, I think uh, we know what we're doing. And. Uh, We've had setbacks. We were on a great run, and then we had setbacks this week, which really hurt us. Um, but we, uh, the players, um, you know, have absolute conviction in, 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 the, in the group in terms of their emergence. We're not perfect yet. You know, we're still a lot of, uh, there's a, a lot of growth in this squad and in the team, for sure. Um, but we can, some good players missing today. Um, so we can, uh, we can continue to try and improve. But he, can I just say, the FAI should get you to, to work for them, just to edit out all the little pause. Yeah, it's, uh, it, I mean, he, he's, he's obviously, he's trained on media, trained Stephen Kenny, you know, but um, that, that was one of the things, wasn't it, when they, people, one of the criticisms he said, like, how, how can he motivate a team, you know, when he's not too comfortable on the microphone? Well, well it's different when you have a microphone in your face, or you've got people trying to have a, and then, you know, being on a training pitch and having your people and people you trust and you know it's a whole different uh, yeah. ball game it's all to do with comfort isn't it like i mean he, yeah. he's probably in his elements on the training pitch and in the dressing room but not in yeah. front of the camera it happens it happens it, it does um one of the criticisms we had obviously after the uh, armenia game and the ukrainian game and rightfully so was the formation and the team selection for that formation he was opting with what was it a three five one uh, it, it's a three four three kind of for uh yeah three four three, three yeah with, with, three, four, three, with the wing backs i fucking four four a lot, lot of numbers a lot of numbers low oh, yeah, low, but, low blocks and reach arounds oh, jesus now that word is banned from this uh bloody podcast re, re, reach around or low block <laughs> all of it all, so, of I, it, all yeah. I want to hear get get stuck in some magic sponge all that bollocks <laughs> So yeah, so was, what was it? A, a three-four uh one two or a three four two one, I think is what he was playing. And he was with the with the wing backs yeah. obviously coming forward to acquire stationary because he was picking 
Um, and Stevens, who obviously is not the fittest, and he's done his hamstring. And Seamus Coleman, who's knocking on 34. And we were very critical about that, and rightfully so, by the way. And we were also very critical about the team selection with Jeff Hendrick when you have only just a two midfield and you're supposed to have the fullback, the wingbacks bombing on. Uh, Jeff Hendrick, and to be fair to Jeff, it's not his game. Like he's, um, <laughs> and he used the term loosely, a luxury player. <laughs> oh, wow. he's, he's, a, he's a bit like a cushion that so you wear like on. A, like luxury drink or? No, a bit like, you know, when you wear a cushion on a flight, you know, around your neck. Yeah. But but you wear it for like a twenty minute flight to Liverpool. It's kind of one of those. It's just completely unnecessary. <laughs> it's actually more annoying to carry around with you than anything else. But yeah, he he he. That's his style of play. He wasn't very, you know. He's quite inanimate actually. He just sort of stands there and Cullum's running around like a lunatic. Um, that was not the case though against Scotland, was it? I thought he was going for a four three three because you wait for lie to me, um, with yeah. the graphic. But it turns out he was actually playing, um. <laughs> He's playing. Oh, fuck! What was he playing, Nick? I, uh, all these numbers. I would. I call it a five-three-two. It was a five-three-two, wasn't it? It, it? it worked a lot better. He had Cullen sitting in behind Malumbi and Jason Knight. Something we, we were begging for the other day. Malumbi decent on the ball, but let's be honest, that man is just—he's the bite in midfield, isn't he? If you're gonna, mm. pl- you have to have a bite in your midfield. And he is the bite in that midfield, isn't he? He was so aggressive. He ran around like a lunatic, even for that goal. Um, when Brown, your mate Brown, got bungled off Jesus, the ball, yeah. he won the ball back for Obafemi. And I thought it was, oh, it was he was so good. He was he? he was there to break it up. And and everything he went into, he seemed to come out of. And if you think of him, he hasn't he hasn't played that many games this season. He did a good finish, didn't he, with West Brom, so he's a little bit sharper. But the thing about Malumbi is he's very good on the ball and are we ever going to see that? He's he's just going to be our demolition man, isn't he? But I remember watching him for the 21s. Um, very, very comfortable on the ball. You know, he'd take it from the keeper, he'd take it from the center half, and he'd carry it. Very good passer. The ball can drive forward. Um, so he he's a good all-around player, and, and we haven't even seen the other element yeah. of his game, which is great. But, I mean, Jesus, everything he went into, he just kind of he came back out with. He's... he's um, and he's a leader as well, isn't he? You know, like he's captain the 21s. I think I he's say, captain yeah. the Brighton underage or the Brighton reserves and, and that kind of thing. So he, he's going to be a big player. And, you know, I, I, I didn't fancy him the first first few times I saw him. But then the more I think about it, he played in that midfield too, didn't he, with Cullen? So this just shows yeah, playing a midfield three is getting the best out of all our midfielders, aren't they? You know, it's getting the best out of getting the best out of Malumbi, getting the best out of Cullen, and it's yeah. getting the best out of Knight. It makes I- so much sense. I, I was worried for for the manager because you know like we're we're firmly in the Kenny. We we just look, we just want the best for our football. We want to you know we we, we want to play a good style of football. We want the right manager to do. We want belief in our players. You know like the the stats for Irish football over the last years are dismal. Yeah. Um. But I I was worried that he wasn't going to learn that he was going to he was going to die on this hill. He was going to fall on this sort of playing two in midfield. But thankfully, he changed it. Now, it wasn't perfect against Scotland. Let's not get too carried away. No. Uh, Scotland were quite poor, actually. They looked like they were on the hollybops, to be yeah. fair. They're probably, probably very dejected over missing out in the World Cup. Probably, but, we, we, yeah. we spoke to but, the guy in the Irish uh, townhouse, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. The um, the couple of Scottish lads. Like, they... Even before, like I, I met a few lads that morning um, in the gym I go to. They were they were staying in the hotel, and they were just saying like they they look kind of laboured 
you know, they looked laboured against Ukraine and they said John McGinn, they were so open about how John McGinn is their best player. And they said he's not being he's not being used correctly. And you could see that, you know, John McGinn for, for Aston Villa, he's a big workhorse, a creative workhorse. Mm. And he was played almost like how, how Obafemi is played for, or Ogbeni is played for us. You know, he just kind of floats on the wing, just played completely out of position. And then Andy Robertson, like he was, he was bollocks to us. And he, like he just, he, he, you could see he was tired. Everything he did was labored. Yeah. Um, I think if you have a fit Andy Robertson, like, like Andy Robertson's played nearly every available game this season, hasn't he? But if you have a fit Andy Robertson up against Alan Brown, you know, we're in a lot of trouble there. So I think, I think we got, we got away with a lot to an extent. But look, we scored three goals. We kept a clean sheet. Um, you have to take these things. They've come off, they've come off a very long season, but so have we. Yeah, uh, I mean, look, look, England as well are struggling in the Nations League, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're on the way out. They, you know, they lost to Hungary for Christ's sake. They're hammer hungry. Um, yeah, so, so there is a bit of that. Obviously, this is supposed to be played in the autumn because we're supposed to be in the World Cup yeah. right now. But you know, that's not going to happen. So there's a lot of this as well. But listen, um, I was much, much better. I thought Abba Femi um, was excellent. He really looked apart. He he looks like that piece of jigsaw we're missing up front doesn't he like he's a really good finisher and he could just and, and he, he showed he can just do the spectacular he's so he's, he just you, you see players like like we, we've we've always seen players like this come into the squad and, and sadly ones that that don't tend to stick around a lot like i remember years ago Stephen reed had been injured and he came in under trapatoni and i remember thinking this guy just has that bit of quality that we're lacking you know he, he's that really yeah. top class player that we've been lacking and it's almost like getting a new signing, isn't it? Like, uh, Jesus, this is going to come back to shoot me in the arse now. But oh, Jesus. I, I remember Aaron Connolly coming on against Georgia. Um, now, we had, he had that brilliant chance, didn't he, that he missed. But I remember thinking, this guy's movement and, and this guy's pace is, is something that we just don't have. So I felt a bit the same at Obafemi, but that he had a bit more to his game where it was just that bit of quality, that, that, that step ahead. You know, we very limited players. We, we very functional players, but mm. very limited players. And with Obafemi, I kind of thought this guy has that that step above that kind of you know that that limited um, ability to kind of do something different. And that that ball into Parrot, like how many of our players try that? And that then even beautiful. even against Ukraine, I thought he was excellent as well. He just had a bit more about him, and he and he you know he he stole the height or he stole the the headlines there on Saturday. He was excellent, excellent. Now it's a shame because he's he's ruled out of the game tomorrow. It looks like um, yeah, just, what, what... just just when he gets going. What injury was that? Because I saw when he was, when they were lining up just before kickoff, uh, the physio was giving him a back massage and, you know, he was really getting in there. So I thought, hmm, that, that's not good. And he obviously went off injured yeah. as well. Didn't I he? heard it was the groin, but I, I don't know. I know he's issues with his hamstrings. He, he quite a bit of heavy <laughs> strapping around his knee. Um, yeah. So maybe, I mean, if it's the lower or the upper knee, it could have been the hamstring or it could have been the calf or something. But but I, I read earlier it was the groin. I don't really know. Read somewhere else that they're going to make a last minute call, but he hasn't traveled. But look, he's 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 probably not going to go. It's a shame, though. It's typical, isn't it? Because as I said, we get these players. Like that's yeah. why I was using that Stephen Reed comparison. We get them, and then they only last a couple of games. So let's hope this isn't a recurring theme for him, because you know he's had his injury struggles, and and that was part of the reason he didn't play in the last window. Yep. Um, speaking of well, absenteeism as well. It's not absenteeism, but uh, Shane Duffy obviously unavailable tomorrow, and John Egan, uh, personal reasons, has left the camp, and that brings in young Jimmy Don from QPR, who had a blinding season actually. There he is, yeah. there, old Jimmy. No relation, sadly. Um, but yeah, uh, that's going to be a big loss now, isn't Shane Duffy? Now say what you want. Shane Duffy obviously um, wasn't great on the ball. Mm-hmm. To be fair, he was hung out to dry a little bit by I, I think Callagher. 
played. I think Kelleher really put him into put him in jail, didn't he? Like re re passed well, him an awkward uh, ball. The, and... the fir, or was it the first or the side? One of the ones that he played out. It was just kind of a, a labour pass. Like sometimes you just have to, you just have to hit it, don't you? You know, you just have to hit it, and and he just kind of he didn't even look, did he? And he just passed it to I can't remember who it was, but he just just passed it to his, the Scotland player. Like as as bad as his passing was, we are going to miss his lead. Well, yeah. Well, look, he was he was great in the air. Blocks. Yeah, he was great in the air the other um the other day, wasn't he? And he was very poor against Ukraine last week. So, I mean, the way I look at it is, Ukraine will probably look at Duffy and say, well, he was the weak link in, in the game at Lansdowne Road. So they might have been targeting him a lot and, and um, you know, they might have been trying to play him behind him a bit. So, you know, it opens up another opportunity. But, you know, we plenty of depth there. And, I you know, I fancy Daryl Lenahan to maybe come in. Dar- Daryl Shea is going to start for Egan, isn't he? So Lenahan might come in there. International rookie. Um, very, very good season for Blackburn. Has struggled any time he's played for Ireland. But better on the ball, though. We'll see how he goes. He's better he on is the ball, very good on the ball, yeah. yeah. Kind of compare him to Connor Cody in the past. He's, he's that kind of, you know, quarterback, uh, centre-half. You'd be kind of hoping, though, like with Lenahan coming in, that, and I don't, please don't take this the wrong way, anyone listening out there, I love Shane Duffy, but obviously, you know, you'd like to think that he won't have to make as many large, plastic ditch blocks or tackles because if we have a more comfortable back three on the yeah. ball, that won't happen because there's one or two there that were actually from ours, weren't they, as well? So you're kind of hoping you have Lenahan and O'Shea. Yeah. And uh, Nathan Collins, a new Virgil van Dijk. It was, it was, so. I, don't, I don't know if it was yourself or Martin Dave that said the other day, but like a lot of those last-ish tackles, if, if you're in the correct position, you're not making them as much, are you? And I know that sounds harsh, but it's it's the reality. I mean, you, you don't often see them, do you? Rio Fernand, I would agree with nothing he says, really. No. Uh, except Spoofer. when it's Bigger so, spoofer than me. And that is definitely making a That's statement. A spoof, yeah. But one thing he did say as a defender, and one thing, you know, he could definitely comment on his defending, and he said, once you lose, I think he was actually paraphrasing Paolo Maldini, where once you go to ground, mm. you've, you, you're doing something wrong. If you have to keep going to ground, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, you're and, out of the game. Yeah, it's all about reading it. So hopefully we will we will miss his leadership. We will miss those last-ditch blocks, but we're kind of hoping that we have some more comfortable players on, on the ball there um, as well. Callagher probably start also he's got to stick with the same midfield i mean seriously you can't be bringing hendrick in after that jesus christ my big worry dave is that ogbeni comes back in and he tries to accommodate him like i i, I think this this game against scotland and this is going to sound yeah. awful because he, he's he's the flavor of the of the month at the moment isn't he ogbeni well not of the month but he's the flavor of the year for irish fans but yeah by accommodating ogbeni you're changing the shape and by changing the shape it's really limiting us. And I think the only reason he was going for, for three up top was because he was trying to accommodate Ogbeni. We played um, we played Hungary this time last year, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And we played with that same kind of midfield. We played with Cullen. I think it might have been Hendrick beside Cullen. And then we played with Knight in front. And we were excellent. Like, we were really, really good. And then he brought on Ogbeni. Ogbeni made an impact. He got a run in the next couple of games. He got his couple of goals. And then that's where Kenny was, was going for more of the, the three up top. So... Can Ogbeni plays as a striker? He has done for Rotherham. He's played as a right wing back. If it was me, and if he's going to bring Ogbeni back in, I'd whip out Alan Brown and put and put Ogbeni right wing back, and then maybe give um, give Robinson and Parrot a twist up front. But but he has to go with three in midfield. We we were more comfortable. Malumbi can't be dropped. 
Knight can't be dropped. Cullen can't be dropped. Like no, they're they're all undroppable for this game against Ukraine. If we want to take a bit of momentum in, unless you put Knight onto onto the left, but then you're dropping Parrots. So no, he he has to be very careful. He has to be very very careful with this game. It's it's momentum. You shouldn't really change uh, winning teams. I saw Scottish fans saying the exact same thing. I know they played a weakened team against um, Armenia, but it, it you know it, it won't be drastic. The, the, all the changes will be the enforced ones at the back, and and those will be big changes though. Yep. Uh, that game obviously is on tomorrow at 7.45 kickoff. It's on RTE in the Republic of Ireland and Premier Sports in the UK. Uh, we will be going on live, 6.45. Nick won't be with us, will you, Nick? No, no Martin, no. And Martin won't be with us either. Uh, but Kenny will be back, not Stephen Kenny, um, but the original Kenny. We might actually call it Lansdowne Roar, Nick. Although yeah. no, no fucker listened to it. <laughs> they didn't listen Bit to it. Yeah, we want, you know, the original Lansdowne Roar team. Um, but yes, and also, oh, actually, let's have a little look at the table because Scotland play Armenia in Armenia tomorrow at five o'clock. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to put my bollocks on the line, not literally. Um, I reckon Armenia going to get something out of that game. I can see a 1 1 draw. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, that could, that could blow this whole they're, thing open. They're a tired team, Dave. They're a tired team. They're going away to the heat. I know we shouldn't blame the heat. They're, no, they're don't well, they're, don't they're, say the heat, Jesus. They're, they're well-conditioned pros. But you, you could see how laboured it all was. I mean, if you if you look at, um, at McGregor, if you look at, at Robertson, like they're, they're two really key players for Scotland, McGinn as well. Yeah, and and they were just they were just laboured, you know. They, I, I've seen um I've seen McGinn live, and, and McGinn's is an, is an excellent player, and they were just laboured. They were stifled, like they were stifled by us, absolutely. But um, you know that like Andy Robertson, I think if he's playing us in March or if he's playing us in kind of November, um, he has a lot more joy down that left hand side. Yeah, oh, no, I, these lads are ready for the season. And, and speaking of which, Robertson booed by Irish Man United fans and Scott McTominay booed by Irish Liverpool fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know what, though, Dave? As a United fan, um, it was very telling to see McTominay crumble like that. You know, like he's he's such an average player. He's, he gets away with a huge amount. And just to see him crumble, there was a couple of corners he whipped in and just overhit them because of, of the booing. So, it just shows yeah. he's not a pressure player and not, not able to play for a club like Man United. No, and he probably <laughs> he probably won't be playing for them much longer. Let's have a little look hopefully at the group. Not. No, well, uh, hopefully he does. Right, let's have a look at <laughs> let's have a look at the group stage uh, as we are. As you can see here on the graphics, we spared no expense. Um, Ukraine there uh, on top after playing only just two games with six points. Ireland our second. Uh, with three points, the best ever tally. Yeah. <laughs> a win. First ever win, best ever tally. Uh, but the Republic of Ireland, Scotland are third on three points. Armenia are fourth on three points. Obviously, uh, Scotland and Ukraine have played one game less. They play Armenia tomorrow. Scotland do also play three games. And we play Ukraine, obviously, in Poland. So really looking forward to that. Also, actually, at um, it's at 4.30 p.m., um, the Republic of Ireland under-21s have a chance of qualifying for the for the yeah. under 21s European Championships, if they get a I think it's five, I think it's 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Yeah, so 5 they get basically, if they it's on RTE, by the way, they get a win, they're already guaranteed to play off. First time ever reaching the playoff. If they win tomorrow in Italy, they might as well go for it. They have a free shot, they qualify, Nick, for the under 21s. Yeah. yeah, yeah, look a little bit like the seniors on Saturday, they've momentum. That Italian team's very good. Though. I mean, I saw, saw them in the home game at Tala. They were, you know, they're a very, very slick, slick side. And a lot of them are playing in Serie A. So, 
look, we'll see. But as you said, it's a free shot, isn't it? So let's have a look. It's a shame, though. I, I would like to see um, Ebiselli go back, go back and play for the 21s. I mean, if he wasn't in the match day squad for, for Saturday, I would have liked to There's see no him There's no point in him being anywhere near that if he's not going to get it. I'd love to know. Speaking of Serie A, he will be in the Serie A next season. Udinese. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why he's not getting a look. And I, look, we're not on the training pitch with him, so... But yeah, it'd be fantastic. It, it, it's not, it, it's a shame, like in a in an international window where there's seven games between the twenty ones and the seniors that he that he mightn't play any games at all. Um, it's just a shame. No, it, it really is. Um, let's have a little look at some social media stuff. Anyway, so those games, those that's a double header tomorrow on RT two in Republic of Ireland on the twenty ones at five o'clock. They win, they go to the Euros. They're already guaranteed a playoff. And then you have Ireland in Poland playing the Ukraine over in Lodz. And uh, we know we've got some people that would normally be commenting on this, actually, uh, that are actually over in Lodz. So I hope you guys yeah. have a great time and be safe for the love of God. Um, one guy who actually hasn't been with us and is conspicuous by his absence as well. Well, he's not. He's got a family mercy, to be fair. Um, is Mr. Martin Prendergast. He was a busy boy, wasn't he? Uh, did you see him? We, we obviously met up with him. Did you see him at... Uh, Dublin, uh, Dublin Airport, was he? He bumped into the, these two lads. There he is there. Mm -hmm. With Razor Houghton and uh, Gary Breen there. I think it was actually... Mm -hmm. Was that... That was No, it was the day before uh, the anniversary of Ray Houghton's goal against... Uh, against yeah, it was, yeah, and a couple of days after Gary Breen's... Uh, Gary Breen looks like he's gone hunting or something, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, he uh, actually was the anniversary of the Gary Breen goal. Uh, or oh, was yeah, yeah, yeah Saturday, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. met him on the way back. Wow, yeah, yeah. So there you go. And um, wouldn't be like Martin to get a picture with a with a couple no. of footballers. <laughs> or his son is keen there, um, sporting the green machine um, sticker there. Uh, thank you to those. We we gave a load of those out there on Saturday, and uh, I think a few of them found a few places they shouldn't have. But um, you know, very naughty by some of our fans out there. Um, <laughs> But yeah, there he, there's Keane there with uh, Stephen Kenny, and there he is branded with uh, Michael Obafemi <laughs> there as well. See, that's the sort of commitment Martin has. He even brands his own children. Yeah, Mar Martin's getting a green machine tattoo. I think. I think he should. I think yeah. he should have it for the next one, Martin. We know you're watching. I think for every hate tweet <laughs> to send to Brandy Rebel, he should get a tattoo. I yeah. think it should, it should be a euro towards it every time. Every time or Brandy M. Because I actually do want him to see him with a fucking green machine um, tattoo. Um, Nick, I think that is all we really have time for. It's just a short one today. Yeah, a couple of shout-outs, actually. A couple of couple of pages oh, to kind of draw our attention to. Yes, actually. Uh, yeah. Well, we only have a graphic for one of them, but we'll put this up anyway. So do your worst, Nick. This is Pelicast or Pelcast. 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 Yeah. I don't know. It's it's in the foreign language. I can't understand. I've been over here eleven years. <laughs> foreign language, ah, Dave. Mm -hmm. Go on, ah, give us your best. Give us your best then. Pelcast. No, give us your best. Are you fluent in Oscar? I've, I've a bit of I've a bit of Irish, but um, no, it's very rusty. Pel Pelcast. Pel. Now, Pell, Pell is Pell is guys the only thing, but look, it's I like it. I like the concept. And uh, who else we want to say? So hello, hello, Pellcast. Give me give me a shout in Irish okay. football. So I, I, yeah, Irish football blog. So it's the, it's, the, it's the lads and um, podcast. They're doing very well with that. I was looking at the the charts today, and they're they're um, they're doing excellently. They've overtaken us actually, Dave. So maybe we shouldn't be promoting them. Yeah, actually, maybe we shouldn't be uh, promoting them. <laughs> fuck Pellcast. Yeah. 
for for overtaking us um, in the rankings, bastards. Where where are we? We're thirtieth at the moment, aren't we? Um, I think now we're in to the, oh, somewhere in the twenties. I think yeah, yeah higher than our, once are higher than Ireland's ranking. The other the other page it's then. Not so, fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. the the other page. So uh, forgotten clubs. Um, so I'd actually actually hadn't heard of Forgotten Clubs, but I, I came across them last night. Um, there was just a few bits on Twitter going on, and and I stumbled upon them, and I'm delighted I did. Um, like they're looking like they 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 do a huge amount of stuff, but but one of the things that they do is and seems to be one of the main things that they do. They look at clubs that are if no they don't longer collaborate with Irish football blog. <laughs> but they, they look at clubs that are no longer in existence, and I love this. I love this because I went down a little rabbit hole a few years ago of looking up some of the League of Ireland teams that that were gone that that have dissolved. So like St Francis and St James's Gate, you know, all those kind of clubs, and then even like some of the English teams as well. I remember we we were doing the um. The Joke and Air series, weren't we? Or the Joke yes. and Air episode, weren't we? And looking at Wimbledon and some of the clubs that don't exist. So Forgotten Clubs um, on Twitter there. They have a very healthy Twitter following there. I only started following them last night, but um, I'm definitely going to go down a rabbit hole and looking at some of their old posts. So big shout out to them. Give them a follow. Give Irish Football Blog a follow as well and give Pellcast a listen. And um, hopefully we might do a bit of collaboration with the lads down the line. And don't forget to give us... Uh, oh, well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I only work for Green Machine, baby. That's all I do. Um, speaking, actually, can we plug our own podcast, no. Nick? Is that, is that allowed? Is it? Can, very can we do self, that now? That's very self-righteous, Dave. Very can self-righteous. We do that? Yeah. We, we, we don't plug anyone else's stuff on here. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so, yeah, please give us a follow if you don't already. We're already on the Facebook. Chances are you're... I don't know. I, I just do it anyway. The chances are you're, you're following the page if you're watching it, but do it anyway, please. Uh, that is facebook.com forward slash the GM podcast. Also, give us a cheeky little follow over Lance Road if you don't already. Um, a load of shit going on over there, actually, uh, with your loads of rare footage from your away to Italy 90 little back there as well. So, get in contact with that. Can I shamelessly say something as well? Shamelessly. Go on. So, our kind of our listen per subscription rate doesn't quite balance out. So we've loads, we've we've very good listening figures, but we don't have massive subscription um, subscriptions on any of the platforms. So Spotify is our biggest platform, um, and then Apple. And then we have a few other, Podtail is, is another one, and then there's a few freebies, which are fine. But but we have a lot of listens on Spotify and a lot of listens on, um, or consistent listeners, let's say, on Spotify and Apple, but but not that many subscriptions. So if you do listen to us, um, I know it might pop up automatically on whatever platform you look at, but just just hit, hit subscribe, um, because it it helps us. Um, yeah, we'll shamelessly say it because I mean, like, I th- I think it's only myself and my mum, and I don't think even you're subscribed, Dave. So, uh... <laughs> I beg your pardon. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah hit hit, hit the subscribe Where, wherever you get them though. Hit the subscribe because that's um that'd be great. It'd be nice for us, you know. Just boost our ego. Dave needs it. You're joking me. I have my own fucking post. My ego has his own postcode, pal. <laughs> um, also, if you're not into listening to the podcast and podcast, whatever, and you just want to go onto uh, a website and listen to it, this will, there will, will be an audio version available of this podcast. Go on to greenmachinepodcast.com. You will have this. You'll have our Manager Monday series. You'll have loads of other stuff going on there. Uh, we really do dig deep, like deep, very deep, really deep. Yeah. Isn't that right, Nick? Yeah, disgustingly deep, actually. Disgustingly you need deep. you need gloves with how deep we did. Yeah. Picture a cavity search of a guy walking through, I don't know, some airport in France, 
Charles de Gaulle airport with a Union Jack on him, and the border guards look at him and go, we're fucking having him. That is how deep we go. I'd say deeper. Right up to the elbow. Um, yeah, and basically that is it. We're going to go through some of the comments, and then we're going to move on because we're both very tired. I am too. I still haven't recovered from... You, you know, I was, I was held hostage by my mates after the game. I just wanted to go home. They wouldn't let me go home. <laughs> like 50 minutes sleep. Like, I just want to go home. I was like, no, come on. I was like, Jesus. Anyway, right, let's get into the comments and let's get out of here. Graham Farrell. It was a 5-3-2. That's what I was hoping for after the Ukraine game. Malumbi, Knight and Colour were excellent. And Brown and McLean as wingbacks were brilliant too. Parrot and Abafemi linked up brilliantly too. Need to stop pissing about at the back with it or we are going to do uh, that. Don't give it to Duffy. Hopefully he doesn't go back to two midfield. Graham. 100% pal. Spot on. Except for the brown uh, comment there. Ah, leave him alone. Nah, he was, he, was he scored. He did score. Uh, John Vidler. Evening, gents. Evening, John. Graham Farrell. Yeah, Duffy in the 92nd minute. I'm not sure that that's in response to. Uh, Colm, even that's even to you, Colm. Uh, always on there. Um, always subscribed to us there. Always commenting. Oh, there are a few missing. Uh, John Vidler. When we were asking about who was the highest uh, ranked team when it was Northern Ireland, John Villar said Italy. You were wrong, John. Sorry. It wasn't 3 1 against France, obviously. And Pierre Dugan said the North. So good man to you. Can I think we need to send a sticker to, to Patter. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Patter, yeah. tell you what, give us your. Send us an address. We'll send a couple of stickers out to you. Joseph Lennon, Unreal Atmosphere. We mean that, by the way, Patter. Yeah. We'll send a few cream sheets. We have, we have about 5,000 to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. Well, Martin does, yeah. Yeah. I think his house looks like Del Boys at the moment, all those boxes. <laughs> Joseph Lennon, unreal atmosphere on Saturday down in the Diva Lads, it was. Uh, great to get a win. It does look like mistakes were made in team selection for the previous two matches based on Saturday. But hopefully we move on and build on Saturday. Absolutely 100%. Come again. Was that the match where Stanton scored from a corner? I think I was at that one. No, that's the 1993 one. Oh, the no, North as well. Yep. Yeah, uh, Portugal was the US Cup 92 and beat them 2-0. And the one he's talking about is when we beat them 3-0 in Anson Road for the USA 94 qualification. It was actually the, the Italian 91 and 89. Uh, Ronnie Whelan got, a, got his third Ireland goal. Third and last Ireland goal on that one. Uh, Paul Coulton. Brilliant win. Hopefully now go and get another one against Ukraine tomorrow night in Lawrence. I uh, need to keep up the positive results. That's been a big problem. The Kenny era backing up good results. Great we, said, again. We, we said this the other day, Dave, didn't we? The, the, the issue that Stephen Kenny might have over the next couple of years with, with how young the team is um, and maybe that little bit of quality that's lacking. You to level out a bit, yeah. Yeah, but, but, but there, might be, there might be periods of inconsistency. So it could be a thing where we go and we beat, uh, you know, we go and we beat a big team and then we lose to a small team. It, it, that's just going to be the reality while we're... Well, we have such a young side, and we, yeah, and we and we can't and we can't panic. This week has has taught us. We said this though after the Armenia game, we can't panic because we said already, didn't we? We said if we, um, uh, sorry, after the Ukraine game, we said if we get a result against Scotland or Ukraine away, the narrative changes, and the narrative look, yeah. look at the mainstream media, look at look at the likes of um Dan McDonald, look at Ken Early, you know the narrative that has switched with them in the mainstream media um since since last week. Yep, absolutely. Dunphy was actually given out about the tractor said some of the comments were disgusting um, mm. by the media going after Kenny. He's a big, excuse me, big Kenny fan. By the way, do you know Buzz.ie actually carry the Star articles and actually had Dunphy's article in it? So 
if you like a bit of Amy Dunphy, you can read them in the buzz.ie. Just a free bit of... Uh, gorgeous. Um, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Graham Farrell knows at 89, hadn't got the third. Yep, that's the one, Graham. John Bidler. Uh, lads, I was at a wedding Saturday night. Kilkenny missed the game. Shot to find me both. Uh, sorry, shot to find me one when I woke up. What would you both take away from the win? That mistakes were made. Sorry, mistakes were... Um, we learned from mistakes. And basically, three in the middle is the way forward. And Hendrick isn't. <laughs> I was going to say something I think, about it. Yeah, I, I, I think what we learned is Kenny is open to adjusting. Because we, we were afraid he was getting very rigid. Like, it was looking like Trapattoni with nicer football, wasn't it? Just just a, a lack of resistance to change. But but we said, didn't we say after Ukraine Day that Kenny is a reflective coach? And if things don't go well, he, he scrutinizes everything he does wrong. And he did that. And we were, and I think yeah. I was actually called out for saying, no, he's not reflective. Reflective, me whole. He, 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 has, he, has reflective. he has been reflective. Um, I was a bit surprised, though, he went with two in the middle again against Ukraine because he was so ineffective against Armenia. Yeah. Um, I, 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 what I think happened personally, I'm not privy to this. I'm just guessing was that first one, you know, he was really let down with the first one. And the second one was like, right, you have another chance of this, lads. Try and get it right. And then the third one was right, okay. No, it's not working. Yeah. But massive criticism still for Kenny is that his in-game management isn't great. It wasn't working against the Ukraine. He should have switched to three. It was blindingly obvious. Yeah. And so we got punished. But there you go. So hopefully he he's learning from if he goes back to two in the middle against the Ukraine, we're gonna go, we're gonna get Haydn and we're gonna because they're gonna play the first team. <laughs> that was the second yeah. team last Wednesday. They're gonna play the first team tomorrow. Um, it is at a neutral venue, but it is a lot closer to Ukraine than it is to Ireland. And I really, really worry. But hopefully he's learned a lesson and everybody um, it will be happy. Uh, John follows that up with Kenny out. <laughs> <laughs> you cheeky fecker. Um, Jerry, Mary, we won because Zinedine Hendrick was on the bench. Best place for him. Yep. Uh, said it. Yep. Midfield's so much better, isn't it? Without Hendrick, it's so it's so much more fluid. It ticks so much better. Um, oh, just yeah, it's chalk just, and cheese, isn't it? It really is. Like Malumbi brings energy, bite, and aggression. You even see him like shoving Tripar. I don't know if you saw. It. I think it was on. Yeah, yeah. Shoves Tripar because yeah. he closed him. That's, that's fucking aggression, man. That's what I want. You have to have aggression. Yeah. Uh, Cullen, Cullen. I suppose I'm still not fully convinced by Cullen. Um, I know you and Martin love him. I'm still not convinced. I don't think he he doesn't distribute the ball the position he plays in. He does not distribute that ball fast enough to play in the Premier League, quite frankly. And I have said this since the Portugal game when I got a perfect view of him when I was in the South Stand. He needs to improve that. But maybe he doesn't want to play in the Premier League. And he's done a bloody good job of that then, isn't he? <laughs> um, but I think with Malumbi running around like a madman, breaking it up and fearless is pure aggression. We, we haven't even seen... As I said, we haven't even seen his full game. He's excellent on the nope. ball. He's good at driving forward. He's an old. He, he, he reminds me of um. He's like a, the Aldi version of Roy Keane, but a good quality Aldi version. You know the yeah. good quality Aldi stuff yeah. you get. The really good shit. That's that's Jason Malumbi. He's a decent kind of lager, basically. Yeah. Um, moving on, Kieran Boyle. Ah, Kieran. For a second there, I thought you weren't done. Last we need to past- send. We need to send Kieran a few stickers as well. I think. Yeah, Kieran. I think you definitely need a few. Uh, gives a shout. There's no the one, bro. There's no one, bro. Logos on them, is there? No. there actually, it's the Adidas design. It's the Adidas Fleck, Kieran. You'll yeah. you'll be happy. Yeah. So give us a shout. If anyone wants any stickers, by the way, we'd you know give us a shout. We'll 
Gimnasia. Kieran Boyle, last a pass from the back has me scunnered. Will be bollocks by a team of pace and skill, i.e., not Scotland. Ukraine three, Ireland nil, and a Kenny Boo boys back in full voice. If we only had Addy Dash, hashtag <laughs> the Jason Romero, hashtag bring back Addies. I'm sorry that I'm actually wearing Addy Dash, uh, not wearing Addy Dash. I do apologize. Um, Graham Farrell watched it in a bar in Edinburgh. There was one beside me, we were the only two Irish fans in there. The roars out of me when we scored all three goals. What a result. Let's hope he keeps the same team and performs can't go backwards again. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Well, obviously, he won't have the same starting 11 due to suspensions and injuries and personal uh, stuff and whatnot, but hopefully he keeps the same bloody mentality. Malumbi, Cullen and Knight all have to play in that midfield. Knight is not a forward. He is a midfielder. He's an attacking midfielder. He's a bloody good one as well. Joseph Lennon, shout out to Scottish fans. They must have had eight to 10,000 in the stadium. Didn't see an ounce of trouble before after they were in the stadium. Oh, they, were, they were lovely. They were great crack. They're really great nice. Crack. There was loads lovely. in the West End uh, where I was in the media section over in the West End. They were really, really lovely. And uh, yeah, good as gold. Oh, they were sound, yeah. That's a nice anthem as well, Flower of Scotland, you know. It's a really nice they, Great rendition as well. Really good rendition of it. Yeah, it was good. The LCD player. <laughs> that, that was the best for rendition. Our, for ours, was it? No, for both. There was no band. Yeah. I didn't see a band. And that's, <laughs> it, was, it was the world's smallest band or one man <laughs> Scottish band. Paul Gullitson, with the Ireland 21s gone for qualification for the Euros against Italy tomorrow evening. I was just wondering if you think Jim Crawford might switch to a 5 4 1 formation like he did against Sweden. That is a question for you, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, Away from home, he, he possibly will. Like, I mean, all the players are available. I know Oshie McIntyre went back to went back to his club. He's, he's carrying an injury. Um, I don't know. Like I, th- I think like Tyreek Wright, Wright was very good now. Um, the other night I thought, and um, you know he might put Smallbone back out to the out to the right hand side again. So I I don't know. That's a hard one. That's a very very hard one. Um, Italy kind of play a four three three. So yeah, I don't know. They might want to peg them back a bit. I don't know. I I don't think he will. I think he'll stick with um. I think he'll stick with four at the back as he has done the last couple of games. Just to just to accommodate right and small bone on on the right maybe, and then um, oh, yeah, it's a hard one. I think actually, I think he'll go with Coyote up top, um, just to kind of you know be awkward and bash around a bit. So no, I think he'll go for like a, a four two three one or a four three three. I don't I don't know. It's hard to know though. Away from home, he might. I didn't really answer that, did I? It's a hard one to tell. <laughs> you have to, but see, but see, for these, you have to picture what the what the opposition are playing. Like, I don't really know the Italian team that well. I know they were kind of four three three at home. Um, I think we did. We don't. I don't. Don't think we played with five at the back against them. I think we played with four. So that's oh, hard to know. Anyway, I'm going off on the tangent. I don't know, Paul. <laughs> I think four fourth back, yeah. Four four two three one Paul, I reckon. Oh, yeah, now uh, have you turned into Brian Carroll all of a sudden, have you? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Real Ferdinand. Real Ferdinand. <laughs> um, right. If you're still with us, Colm, it seems to be the modern game where teams think they have to play out from the back. Dare you do it um two and sometimes it costs them as teams get wise yeah. to it over time. Yeah, that's true. Look, unless you're Liverpool or Man City, you know, mm. where, where they could play it out. To quote uh, Ray Wilkins, you know, he could um, he could take it around you in the phone booth, you know, or a phone box. What, what, what happened when we, when we went long, though, for the second goal? He scored. So you have to mix it up. Like, Callagher went long to Parrot, didn't he? Parrot nodded on to Obafemi, Obafemi oh. set up Parrot. So you, you have to mix it up. You have 100%. Up. 100%. Uh, I, I remember when... I go back to there was a clip there from Euro '92 when when Sweden knocked out England. I remember watching that game thirty years ago. It's mad, isn't it? And Thomas Brolin got a beautifully worked goal to put England out. 
And, they, you know, Graham Taylor came out giving out, may he rest in peace about it. And Dunphy and Giles were just sitting there saying, look, you know, good football. If you're hitting, you know, good football isn't just about nice, pretty passes or just hitting along. It's a mixture. You know, if it requires it, do it. If if you're in danger and you're under pressure, just boot it. Like just yeah. kick it and throw it, regroup and go again, and try to play it the right way. But on well, look at look at Liverpool. Li- Li- Liverpool mix it up. Liverpool knock it around, but they they go along when they need to. Now obviously they they're, they're they're yeah. a better, a much much better team. But you know, yeah. it just shows that the contemporary style of football is is a mix. It's being unpredictable. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Uh, Gary Murray again. Who does Zinazine Hendrick play for? Queen's Park, Milan. Best chance to win Ukraine to lose to Dan Hendrick in the luxury department. Uh, well, I suppose he was a very... Uh, was a, <laughs> he was like a piece of luggage, wasn't he, in the last two games he played? <clears throat> yeah. Very tidy piece of luggage. What, what about what about that Instagram story, Dave? I mean, we oh, can't we can't we can't pass it out without kind of mentioning. And any you guys out there see it? Um, after the Ukraine match, there was an Instagram story, and it was basically a uh, yeah, tribute to himself. Oh, it was embarrassing. Yeah, not great. Paul Cullerton, Keith from Irish Footy Blogs is going to take a break. Just wondering if you guys ever get born out from uh of the Irish football the content. Uh, it also happened to Kenny's kids with Republic around Tracker. Um, I've been honest with you, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not as easy as it looks. Um, it, you know, when we're doing this all the time, because we do have day jobs, and you know, I don't work in a very the hours I work aren't very social anyway. And uh, yeah, it's not easy. And anyone out there, just if you want to start your own page up. Uh, just, just it is a lot of commitment it's a lot of time and um i mean I'll, I'll give you an example nick this this is my day on saturday just to come over report the game i finished work i got home at half one in the morning um did a bit of housework anyway to get everything ready got some pets and stuff made sure they're all watered and fed got to bed probably got about 50 minutes sleep and then got up for a half five in the morning just to come over to Dublin and uh, basically get the flight in and do the match, which, by the way, I love doing and it's brilliant. But the point is, it's really, really hard sometimes. And I do feel sympathy for these guys. The born out is really, really tough. And it's all about content, isn't it, Nick, as well? Like you're constantly putting content out, especially during an international window like this. It's Never very time-consuming. Yeah, it's very time-consuming because yeah. because there's so many things that go into it. There's there's recording. There's the editing. For, see, it's yeah. different. Like Twitter, I think is a bit more. I think it's a bit more traditional. Where for where for podcasts, it's yeah. a little bit different because we we have to record naturally. We your job, Dave, and with with all of us, it's quite a late record. Like we could be recording half yeah. ten some nights. Like we're we're about to record another episode when we come off this, and um, when that episode ends. I usually edit it and then we have to put graphics and we have to put bitly links and all, all sorts of stuff. And then it's a lot. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Like we it's a labor of love though. I mean it's it's enjoyable. But I think for a lot of people it gets to a stage where it it, it is too time consuming and it's not yeah. enjoyable. So I mean we're enjoying it at the moment and I think that's that's the main thing. But um but yeah, Twitter pages I, I just couldn't really like if you look at our Twitter following it's it's not huge and that's because we we don't have the time. So if you have a, a, a Twitter page, there's a lot of them popping up, isn't there? Like, if you have the time to do it, it can be very successful. If you don't have the time to do it, it can be a yeah. little bit obsessing and a little bit um, a little bit attritional and not great for your head either, I don't think. I don't think it's great to have the head buried in the phone the whole time. And if you're running the Twitter yeah, wow. page, unfortunately, that's what you have to do, isn't it? Which, yeah, is, it, which is very difficult. But, but Keith, just a quick word on Keith, like, excellent content. 
He's done a great, great job raising the profile of the League of Ireland. Um, seems like a lovely fella. Just had a couple of interactions with him, but but would have watched a lot of um LO or she's not LOI um uh, Irish footy vlogs, um on YouTube and stuff. Like it's it's really well informed. It's very very professional for an independent kind of um channel. And um, it's a shame to see Keith stepping away for a while, but hopefully it's not for too long. And and I believe that the lads he does it with are going to keep it going, which is which is great news, especially for League of Ireland fans. It's um it's 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 a huge asset to have. Um, you know, it's a huge asset to have out there and, and I hope people keep supporting it and, and showing Keith what yeah. a good job he's done while he's taking the step back. Absolutely. It's not, it's not easy, folks. It really isn't. I, you know, this isn't a cry for sympathy. We do because we love it, you know, and I love doing it. Lanson Road, just sharing stuff. I, I I wish I had Lanson Road when I was a bloody kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. And also the fact that we go through all the archives, and Nick does a great job editing all of that, coming up with the content, the notes, and all that stuff as well. It's a team effort anyway. Not for Martin tonight, because he's fucked off, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is fine. So I was just looking at one of the comments coming up there, but hopefully that answers your, your question, Paul. Um, a very, very um, devoted listener, and we do appreciate And anybody listening, tuning in, we thank you very much for your interaction, because without you guys... We wouldn't be here. Jerry Murray again. Uh, I'd rather stick pins in me, Mickey, than watch Zinazine Hendrick. Comfort cushion, whooping cushion, more like. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, send, that, send that man a sticker for comment of the week. Yeah. Jerry, do you want a sticker? Give us a shout in the in the DMs. We'll sort you out. I'll send you a few stickers over. Uh, Bart Prendergast. Oh, oh. Um, look who it is, who? Nick. Who's that? Don't, Don't recognize him. So obviously, first time uh, listener, Martin Prendergast. Sorry, I'm not on, <laughs> lads. On what? Uh, missing you all. Love the lanyard, David. Oh well, you know, got got two now, Martin. Uh, Nick looking rep splendid in a World Cup 2002 top. Oh, and the Green Machine stickers look amazing. Going for one 0 win tomorrow. They do look amazing. And if you want, you know, just give us a shout. Going far again. It was a five through two that I was hoping for. Sorry, I already read that one out before. <laughs> Irish Funny Blog. Are we going to be a bit controversial by putting up his comment? Because, you know, he got to trouble last time he spoke, didn't he? Um, leave McTominay alone. He is the glue. <laughs> and, um, yes, also wants to... Uh, I think he's going to use my... Oh, yeah, but don't listen to Pellcast, by the way. <laughs> Shower of bastards. Ah, uh, boo. No, no, they're above us now. That's it. They're they're a threat to us now. Nick. We can't be having that. That's <laughs> to be it. fair now, and to be fair, off. as we're on the topic of of working hard, I mean, Jesus, the amount of content that that the that the Irish football blog lads are putting out, and to do a podcast on top of that, I, d- I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know how they're doing it. It's a lot of time. <laughs> we know we know what it's like. Yeah. Graham Farley used to do a bit of writing for them. Forgotten clubs. Good man, Graham. Oh, it's excellent. Like it's it's Jesus. I'm going to go into a serious rabbit hole and and. I only discovered it last night, and it's uh, it's it's deadly. It's 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 our kind of thing, Dave. It's our kind of thing. So it's um yeah, yeah. looking forward to that. Looking forward to looking more into that. Absolutely, Ken McCoy. When did you get mates, Dave? Uh, just just a bit of breaking news on the podcast. Ken McCoy won't be on it. I'm afraid. <laughs> um, unforeseen sort fucking circumstances. Billy, now please come on, Ken. I'm gonna be on my own again. I don't want to be. Uh, Billy Young, Aussies just beat Peru in PKs for the thirty-one. First spot in the World Cup. Yeah, just saw uh, that, yeah. Thanks for the show, guys. Go Ireland. Let's keep the momentum. Thank you, Billy. I take it you must be in Australia, judging by that photograph. And we actually do have viewers all over the world, which is which is great. Um, Graham Farrell, you're asking about Bulgaria away. Not sure what that's about. Sorry. 
Um, Archduke on our YouTube channel, 8199. RB Scotland and the Barstoolers boo players over what English club they play for. Utter cringe. Great result performance. It is a bit cringy, actually, that, isn't it? Karen yeah. Boyle, last just saying, best stuff in the net for the yellow ball. Great listen. I can't miss an episode. Hashtag away to Jay Zombo. <laughs> Hashtag one day Adidas will return. Thank you very much, uh, Karen. You are our spirit animal. And Graham Farrell, lads, is pretty listening to his live. Going to listen to the World Cup series that he's did. Uh, does be a great listen. Cheers. Thank you very much, Graham. We do appreciate it. You are right. We're about to do the last one, Graeme. So um, nearly finished yeah. it. Nearly finished it. We are indeed. Uh, please do go on to, we're going to say it again, on the greenmachinepodcast.com. Um, we've got all the content on there. Or go to Spotify or your, or your poison of choice um, in regards to podcasts and all that good stuff. We've got loads of series on there. Manager Mondays. You might not like, it depends. I did anger a few people with some some comments there. Graham, just letting you know, and uh, especially the stand series. Don't think I'll be going into uh, draw it anytime soon, Nick. I'll just say that. <laughs> but we are in the middle Dun- of doing a Dundalk. world. Dundalk. 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 It's all the same. It's all no, the same. No, la- no last day, really. No, no, when you messing. When you messing. No, not really. Actually, only when it goes. I'm only joking. Nah, it's a lovely spot. It is. Yeah, and we're in the middle of doing our 2002 World Cup 20th anniversary show. And as Nick rightly says, we are going to record our final, one of our last episodes on that as well. So we loads of stuff on there for you anyway. And that's at greenmachinepodcast.com. Nick, we're going to leave it there. I will be back tomorrow about 6.45 for the pre-match foreplay. I might have Kenny Whitman for that one. I'll definitely have him um, for the post-match wank <laughs> it depends depends really if we win or not uh could be interesting it's a lovely you're feeling yeah uh it's going to be interesting anyway i cannot wait um for it carl mccoy armchair fan here where's the game on tomorrow carl you <laughs> know exactly where the game's on but anyway uh it's Graham farrell our new listener rt2 or premier sports 2 and our team primary sports from calm there as well. So that's where it's on. We'll be back at 6.45 tomorrow for pre-match foreplay. And also back after the game, straight after kickoff, we'll be live. We want to hear from your comments. Nick, thank you very much for enjoying us. Sadly, you won't be on with us tomorrow. We won't mention what you're doing. <laughs> no. You bastard. And we're going to leave it there, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much, by the way. It's been a very long international window. Four games in 10 days. Lots of travel in between. Some more than others going to lots and Armenia all over the place. So thank you so much. You really make this podcast what it is, listening at home. And uh, we're going to see you tomorrow. Oh,